0: Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. everyone, and welcome back to the Melovision podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything Melodipestivalen, and now it finally starts the Eurovision season with our pre-Eurovision episodes, where we will give all the 40 songs of this year's 2022 Eurovision Song Contest, our scores. And with me, I mean me,
1: Joachim, and Philip. Hello, good morning, good day, and good evening. <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? I am, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, uh, are you ready for this half of the semi?
0: Um. I'm, yes, I am ready. And uh, it, um, it's not the greatest of starts to a Eurovision Song Contest, no. let's be honest. Uh. But we have to give it a go. We have to give some scores. Yes. And uh, um. I mean, there won't be many, but we'll, we'll give them out, yeah. <laughs> we have to uh with us all through these pre-eurovision episodes as well you've heard him in our Melfest episodes craig hello scotland calling Mm -hmm. how are you i'm fine i mean it
2: stopped snowing for at least five minutes Mm. so pretty good (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) happy easter uh yeah it's been it's been a rough week with the with the weather but yeah Anyways, maybe this Eurovision will brighten our lives up a bit. We can only hope. Yeah. Uh, as usual in these pre Eurovision episodes, we always have a dear guest with us to give a d- different perspective and a different view than uh, us three that you've been hearing all through this um, winter, basically, talking about Melfest. And this episode, we are joined by a lovely guy that I met the first time in Tel Aviv, 2019. Feels like ages ago, but yeah. Three years, Jesus. Uh, it's from the UK, Seb, hello. Hello. Um, or Sebastian, should I say? I don't know. Seb is good. I've like, heard yeah.
3: <laughs> from Tel Aviv. I don't think I've ever been out <laughs> so much in my life. We've uh, mm. a lot of good songs to dance to. We did pretty well, I think. Um, so yeah. I'm all living off that that week in Tel Aviv
0: yeah I mean that was was it a vintage year? Uh, uh, yeah
4: I mean
3: I think it was a really different kind of year I think Netta was a strange weather wasn't she but Israel really wanted to host a good show so it was, it was a good week oh yeah they dressed it up well even if it wasn't vintage
0: mm, yeah I mean um, full disclosure like uh, this year a lot of fans have been like oh this is not advantage year and i guess we'll put that to the test with this first half of the first semi final um
1: <laughs>
0: it's uh yeah it's interesting it's interesting uh so, so how long have you been a Eurovision fan like forever or
3: so uh, I've, i i i my parents used to watch this so i think I've, I've watched it for a long time but the first time I ever remember watching it was paul oscar in i want to say is it 1997 mm. yes. um with uh where the UK happened to win, just put it out there.
4: Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> let's remember that one. But that was uh, the song that really got me into Eurovision. So that's the first time I really remember being like, I want to watch this again. So that's a few years ago, right?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. I absolutely okay. remember watching that with my mum and her being like, eh, maybe we should switch this off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, that that one really sticks in
0: my mind as well. How many Eurovisions have you visited yourself? Like, been there.
3: My first time was coming to your beautiful country. I went came to Malmo in 2013. Um, Like, Sweden does Eurovision well, doesn't it? It's so annoying. I wish you'd be a bit less good at it. But (laughs) fine, it's always a good time. Um, And that was so exciting um, coming in, witnessing the the love. Um, You kind of. You don't realize how much the love there is for it around until you get to one of these events so uh, it's been really nice to see some of my friends now come to their first visions and and share that it's just it's just wonderful isn't it
0: oh yeah, yeah. yes are you going this year
3: yes I am yes booking my travel to Turin
0: Ooh. Um, exciting
3: it's mm-hmm. a little bit last minute this year isn't it but um mm.
0: Oh yeah, I mean everything is. Tickets. Yeah. Did you manage to get any tickets to any of the yeah. shows? Or? Yeah, we're
3: going to some of the shows at the end of the week. Um, so oh, yeah. I'm excited for a, a country that probably will be warmer, that we can watch some stuff outside in squares and things.
0: Mm. I, hope. I, hope. I hope so. I hope. I mean, I did read that May is the rainiest month in Turin uh, during the whole year. So, um, <laughs> but you know. Cheers, uh, Cheers to that. <laughs> I remember when we had it in Stockholm in 2016, like this heat wave came and it was so fucking warm and <laughs> lovely. It was a lovely week. Yeah, I, I couldn't
3: um, get my head around it. I didn't understand why there wasn't snow everywhere.
1: Um, <laughs> strange, yeah. <laughs> no ice bears. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, you, could, you could, should come now. Plenty of snow, really. And yeah. uh, It's April um so let's get cracking and uh if you're a first time listener what we do is we give our scores to each and every song and no limits we can give out zero to all the songs or 12 to all the songs if we feel like it uh, the scores are zero to eight ten or twelve in true Eurovision fashion and as I mentioned, we will start off with semi-final one, first half, and then just continuing on. Uh, this today we have nine songs from the semi, and then one big five country that is, of course, already qualified to the final, and it just happens to be the host country this year. So I guess we'll only have twenty-five songs in the final this year, not twenty-six that we've been. you cheated, in. don't you? Yeah. That's I, thing for the year. Mm. We watched. Uh, what was it? Two thousand and three last night and it was 24 songs 2004 2004 yeah in turkey mm, yeah, yeah, yeah 24 songs that was that was not a classic no, no. it was mm, <laughs> no it was only
1: one semi-final back then i think yeah
0: yeah, yeah depending yeah. on Mega how you did
1: final that was longer than the final
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh yeah it wasn't great but don't Lost recommend you to watch it mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's start this off. Opening the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 is the lovely country of screaming ladies, Albania. And yet again, it's a lady and she screams. Uh, it's the song called "Secret." That's weird, uh, in Swedish yeah, in that word, mm. it's not a good, no. it's uh, no, it's not, it's not a great word. Uh, sticking it uh, with the lovely lady, Ronella Hajati. I will
1: never regret,
4: you won't give my secret. no kidding, no kidding, no kidding do
1: I love this. I. But I am well known amongst my friends for loving anything from the Vulcans that's screaming. Um mm-hmm.
3: adding some kind of wailing background music and some ethnic instruments that I'm sold. Um, it's, I mean, this song, I I like this in the beginning. I think I liked it more before she played around with it. I feel like she is a woman that needs to be told no a bit more in her life. Uh, she has an idea and it gets put on the list. Um, and this song... Feels like it contains the elements from an album rolled into three minutes. Um, she's she's packed in a lot in there, but uh, it's a powerful opening, I think, and I, I think that will bode her well.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, do you have a score for it?
3: Oh, I give this a ten. I think. Ooh, I really? I really like this one. This is this mm. is up there for me.
2: I feel like this song has been around for three hundred years already. Um <laughs> and yeah, I feel like every time I hear it, it gets worse. I really I really don't like this. And I feel like with Albania, I know every year what they're gonna send. It feels like it's the same thing all the time. Um that this is a three for me, sorry.
1: Mm. Uh, no, so I agree with Seb, it's a great opening song to this semi-final. Uh, I like the Balkan vibes, I love her style, I like the dance performance. Uh, I hope she will bring that crazy Pippi Longstocking wig to Turin, who knows. Uh, but I think she will bring on a great show to Turin, and i in this semi-final she will probably qualify i think um but um it's fun uh seven points
4: mm. Mm.
0: yeah i um i sort of was intrigued when i heard this the first time i mean this song has been around now for a year since festival de kangas because uh, that was back in like a long time ago so this is the song that's been around the longest and uh, personally i haven't gotten tired of it uh and i think i think the revamp actually made it better um it made it more interesting obviously they had to shorten it because i think it was almost verging on like four it's minutes and th-
4: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah pretty much uh but no i like the revamp and um i i think this is a great um uh, show starter uh obviously like the producers know stuff that we don't so i guess she's gonna put up a show like it's going to be interesting to see what they will do and i think albania in recent year has done like sleek performances uh stage wise so yeah i'm um this is up there almost in my top 10 this year or i think it is actually yeah i think it is i'm giving albania seven points as well i like this yeah and de- i mean yeah this will qualify no doubt no doubt I think so. It
3: has to, I think
1: it's. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else
0: like it. Mm. Even you think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: It needs to be in the final.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I love that Balkan beat. Yeah. I think it's amazing. It's great, but yeah, the video is a bit weird.
1: I hope <laughs> so... she will bring that uh, guy that she goes to bed with in the video.
0: Oh, I bet yeah, you do. Is, oh, well, yeah.
1: He. Uh, he is similar to the yeah. guys from. Uh, What's it again? Game of Thrones, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
3: feel like that's her inspiration, isn't it? Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's
3: definitely the queen of her world, and I would <laughs> the, she's the kind of person I want to be my friend, but never my enemy.
0: Oh yeah, she, I think she could be like a bitch, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the dreadful number two spot uh, this year, handed to, I mean. Before we even started this Like having all the songs together Probably one of the more controversial songs At least if you listen to the lyrics closely uh, Number two In the semi-final one Is Latvia with the song Eat your salad With the band Siti Senne.
4: you want all the girls go echo If you want your man longer than the geckos Oh, when you eat your Veggies Cool. it's, cool. it's the planet being green is sexy as fuck. Being green is hot. Hot. being green is cool, cool. the planet being green is sexy as you. I mean I
3: quite like this song I think you want to not like it but it gets in your head the, and I think um there's always a divide isn't there in Eurovision, between people, the fans and people who just watch the show on a final night. And I think this is the kind of song that garners a lot of votes because it's ridiculous. Um, whether people get it, I don't know if that matters because it's just, they are they are a fun bands to watch. Um, the lyrics are stupid and they're the kind of thing that people talk about. Um, although behind it, there's a big meaning, isn't there? And I don't really know if that comes across at all. And I think that's their intention. So that's a bit sad for them. But, so for me, they put in a good effort, I, but I'm not sure about this. So I give this a five.
2: I love this. <laughs> it's just, it's absolute shit, but it's great at the same time. Like, the lyrics are absolute crap. They look like a bunch of guys that you would not in any situation want to go on a night out with. I think they look they look absolutely awful. Um, but it's just so fun. And I think I agree with Seb. It's maybe not so much the hardcore fans that will enjoy this. It's people that, you know, if it qualifies and if it gets to the final, you know, if it's on a bit later in the running order when everyone's already had a few drinks, it's the sort of thing that people will pick up the phone and vote for. So yeah, I'm 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 digging this one. This is an eight for me.
4: Okay. Oh,
1: OK, I need to <laughs> stretch, stretch. Yes. So for me, it's only downhill from here. Uh <laughs> great starter now. It's uh, yeah, this is a rotten salad <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me. This is just noise to me. I don't like the music. I don't like the band. Uh, I understand uh, It's fun it's, le- But no, 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 no I don't want to hear this This is a pee break for me Zero points to Latvia wow.
0: We got our first zero points Ladies and gentlemen Exciting mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I Okay, I want to hate this so much Because this is cheese on toast It's like uh, it's so so bad so bad and i f- find the lyrics to just be like oh, it's so like macho and so like oh no but that beat that that rhythm mm, it's it's catchy it's catchy um <laughs> i mean it's silly it's so silly i get a bit this is probably the second song in this just in this half of the semi that gives me sort of like Iceland vibes from both last year and 2020. Like it's sort of that funky disco thing. Uh, the trumpets and, and the horns and yeah. Uh, but do I want this to like advance? Probably uh, could be fun in the final. Do I want this to win? Absolutely not. That will be awful. Um, and the, the guys are repelling. I mean, the, that guy who raps, quotes, raps, um, it, he seems like such a douche. Such a douche. But still, four points. That, that's it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. there was uh, this will advance, though, to the final. Do you
3: think I just can't decide if this is going to bomb or not. I think it should bomb, but I think it won't.
0: No, I I mean, silliness and ridiculousness is always praised, uh, especially by the televotes, um, I feel. So this will probably go through. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Moving on, and we're staying in the Baltics. Uh, We are moving on to Lithuania, a country that has really upped their game, at least with the Roop. Um, Always quirky, always interesting to see what they from their national selection of about 150 songs, uh, this year they decided on "Sentimente." I think is the pronunciation uh, with Monica Liu. <speaking in Spanish>
4: So
3: I I have always have such low expectations of Lithuania, which is probably unfair because the, as you say the root were one of my favourites and I loved I can never say her last name but Yeva who was in Tel Aviv was I thought was so good for Lithuania and. This came along and I kind of didn't listen to it for a while because I assumed it would be awful. And I find it really quite good, actually. It's a really interesting style. I've seen her sing it live a few times now and she's really good. And I do not speak Lithuanian. I do not really understand what this is about. And yet I feel drawn into this song. So it it weirdly does quite well for me. I actually think this, for me, I give it an eight because I remember it. I want to try and sing along to it. It's not a style of music I thought I liked, but something about it just really grabbed me.
4: Wow,
0: Ooh, interesting.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Well, for me, there's no there's something odd and quirky and charming about this. And I can't, I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Is it the song? Is it her? Is it the way she moves around the stage? Is it the, is it the hair? I don't know. But there's just there's something that kind of draws me in about this. And when I when I watch this performance or when I listen to this, it's the sort of thing I imagine I would find in like some smoky club in Paris somewhere. You know, the sort of place that's got like velvet up the walls. Somewhere absolutely horrible. <laughs> um, but. I um I don't hate this, and um, it's definitely one of the ones that sticks for me. So, um, at, at the moment, I'm I'm going to say five.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like the song; uh, it's not my cup of tea. But I do like her. Uh, she's very captivating. Uh, I like her dance moves. She's she draws you in. She keeps your attention for three minutes so that's good uh but the song no uh, i think she will have a hard time to qualify with this one because it's not like up tempo and it's not ballad but yeah uh two points um yeah
0: this is um the first time I saw it, I thought it was very boring, uh, and um, but it still it still kept my attention for three minutes. I wanted to see where she was going with it, uh, and I think that's a positive. Um, but for me, this is not a song that I go back and listen to, and it's but it's not a song that I'm mad at listening to when it comes on to my like Eurovision playlist. I like I don't press next, and I think that's good, but just. It's, I, I, I always hate songs that try to be quirky and interesting and more intelligent than they actually are. And maybe I, I have no idea what she's singing about. I think it's something about being sentimental, I guess, I assume. Uh, but no, I, I just don't really. I think she's sort of hyped, I believe, uh, amongst fans a bit. I guess, but now I'm gonna echo you, Philip, and say two points for Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quite quite the jump down comparison to The Roop. Um, yes. Uh, but all the best, and uh, will they qualify? Mm, yeah, I'm not so sure about that, really. Moving on to song number four, a country that has really been doing well over the last couple of years. Uh, last year ended in third uh, with John's Tears. Uh, this year, they are sticking to the male solo act singing a ballad. Uh, it's Switzerland singing Boys Do Cry with Marius Baer.
4: Mountains they Rumble. and rivers they run dry and oh 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 oh, oh.
3: I've really been a fan of Switzerland. I love John's Tears. Luca Henny is one of my favourite ever acts I've ever sent. And this is just so boring. I I really struggle to enjoy this at all. And you know, you talked about skipping a playlist. This this one I've not even added to my playlist because I just I never want to listen to it. I get that there's a story behind this and that maybe drags like a point out of me because I sort of appreciate that, but I don't like him. I find him irritating to sing, to see singing. I don't like his voice and this song just feels like it takes forever. So I'm going to give it one point for its message.
0: Mm -hmm. Generous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, I just find it very hard to believe that the same people that picked Luca and John's Tears picked this. This makes me want to die. It's just so boring. And it's like a, an even worse version of um, growing up as getting old. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i giving this one point and the point is solely for the fact that he,
0: he turned up. <laughs> giving out right. points for turning up yeah 2022
1: yes i agree with both my previous speakers and this is a snooze fest it feels very like like spring is coming this is feels like more towards december gray sweden rain it's not no i don't feel happy listening to this song um, I think his voice is okay, but that's really that. Two points. Two, yeah. Two. Jesus, just giving it's them out to everyone Latvia for me. <laughs> giving out
0: points like sweeties, there. For yeah, me? Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. I have to be honest and confess that I haven't been able to listen through the whole three minutes of this one. <laughs> it's, it's just so. It's. I mean, I agree with you, Craig, that how can a team that picked Luca Hani, John's Tears for two years in a row, though, but a bit lazy, but both songs were great. This is just something out of, I don't know what this is. I hate this kind of music that sort of like stripped back, uh, like, no, no, I hate this. He reminds me also a bit of um, Michael Rice. No? Thoughts? No, well, <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, I couldn't stand Michael Rice either. There's that kind of there you go, there's, Him. A, there's a kind of way of singing that is too earnest mm. and, and feels really false with the song that's there. Like, I don't know if he wrote this or not, but if he did, it does not feel like it. And he really grates on me every and I, oh, 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 I, I hate it so much.
0: Yeah, no, I'm uh, zero points from me. I mean, this is just nope.
3: Nope. Not even one for toxic masculinity.
0: No, (laughs) no, not even that. I'm sorry. I love it. I love toxic masculinity. (laughs) Uh, I'm not that generous, actually. No. Uh, Not that I wish it was. It's beer. Good to have one bear this season uh, of Yorubish. Love it. But not this kind. Not this kind. No.
1: Uh-oh. No, but do we do we think it will qualify? Do will the jurors like this? No. Only
3: no. if everyone else gets COVID and can't be there. in the home
1: <laughs> Okay. <room>. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sure. only <laughs> chance.
0: Yeah. No. This is. Uh... I
1: will be surprised.
0: Yeah. Very. No. If everyone else falls down a well, then yeah, maybe. But who should we give it? Oh, Marius, it's it's yours to win. There you go. Yeah. Good luck,
3: Marius. <laughs> Good
0: luck. You'll need it. <clears throat> Moving on, please, from this, uh to a country that one of our hosts this week absolutely love. Let's see if he loves this this year. It's Slovenia, uh, with the song Disco with the band LPS and And first, Seb, why this love of Slovenia? Where, where does it come from? So, I saw your mug there uh, It says <laughs> I
3: actually do have my Manchester to Ljubljana, Ljubljana. yeah A yeah. flight that no longer runs Directly from my hometown To Ljubljana <laughs> Isn't that sad? Um, <laughs> I So I First went to Slovenia Years ago And I fell in love With this country But my Eurovision love of them Began With uh, Sestre So the The trio oh, Of Slovenian mm. drag queens Which Kind of mm-hmm. At the time Passed everyone by Because it wasn't A great song But Actually, for a Yugoslavian country, fresh from kind of communist times, to send three drag queens was quite revolutionary. And I, I it made me really intrigued about them as a country and what they would be like. Um, but I returned to them in 2013, so the, the year I first came to Malmö. And it was, people laugh at me now for this, um, and I get why, but Hannah Mancini uh, was my favorite song in 2013, before the uh, live shows. Um, and for me, there's something about Slovenia, if you kind of watch what they do at Eurovision, is that they are, they are early to the party. So they are the people that arrive at your house at the time that your invite says. <laughs> and they've thought about it, they're really careful, um, they're really polite, um, but, but they're, they're too early. They, get, they don't get their timing right at all. And they've gone mm. home before everyone else has really got partying. And so Hanuman Sili comes one year, yeah I get that she did get a note right and it's really interesting to kind of think about why that is when you have to sing a song 20 times and an EDM song where you have high notes that just don't work repeatedly sung but um, actually the following year we started seeing a lot more of that EDM and kind of more Skrillex style things and you know my sort of one of the things I love Savina is their kind of awkwardness so I think Zala Gashper really kind of bring this forward they kind of they make people feel a bit uncomfortable, and I quite enjoy that. And I think LPS are no no different. We are watching a, gr- a group of lads who appear to have just come from a school concert sing a song that they definitely did write themselves because it needs some polishing, but it's sort of awkwardly cute that makes you kind of root for them in a way that you, you kind of don't know why you're doing that. And. I love that they're singing Slovene this year because it's a language that even Slovenians will tell you is pointless learning. Three million speakers, <laughs> it's one of the hardest languages to learn in the world. If you try and speak Slovenian to a Slovene, they'll be like, why are you bothering? Just speak English or Italian or German or one of the other five languages we speak. But um, <laughs> as much as I love a national language in a song, the trouble with disco is that it's not about disco and it's about him being basically going to a school dance with his what he thought was his girlfriend, and she walks off with someone else in front of him. And it's really melancholy. But no one will know that or understand why he looks awkward and sad singing it because no one speaks Levine. Okay. So I I think this is lovely and it's so weird and cutesy that I think there will be plenty of people that actually do really like it. But I do not think it will do well. I doubt it will qualify and I am going to give it seven points because I love them but really for a Slovene entry to get seven from me is not a great sign, they're normally <laughs> a default 12. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah okay, but yeah still, still pretty good though I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Let, bring on, bring on the hate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know we
2: we watched this last night again and I think that was the first time that it really sort of clicked for me. As you said, Seb, I like the awkwardness of it. I love that it looks like they've been, they've put together a band for like their school music exam and they've decided, you know what, we're just going to go to Eurovision and we'll take the teacher with us and he can be on the keyboard in the back. Like there's just something so charmingly awkward about it. Um, he sings really well, even though you know none of us understand what he's saying. And now that you've explained what the song is actually about, then it makes so much more sense. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this. Uh, this is a seven for me as well.
1: Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, Here we yeah. go. Uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about another song from Slovenia. Uh, Mandoline, two thousand six, one of my mm. favorite songs, who came in second in the national final. But yeah, very good. <laughs> Uh, why do they not send that type of song? I don't know. But this this was the first time I actually had to listen to the full song to give out the score True. to this one, <laughs> uh, and it was not enjoyable. I must say, not for me. Uh, I don't want to hear this. Uh, it's not my type of music. <sighs> yeah, I no, I don't understand it. So zero points oh wow sorry sorry
0: uh this i i I find this very to be very cute uh and it has a nice beat to it obviously i've based my points solely on what i understand of the song which is basically nothing but like i uh the melody and i think the melody is nice i like his voice i like that sort of going into like puberty thing uh not in general <laughs> but the <laughs> the voice yeah. it's like a, oh uh should we
2: stop recording <laughs>
0: stop the recording <laughs> cancels i'm cancelled uh, no but um no but i like it i think it's sweet and i think this will be a grower for me um uh, running up to eurovision week but um right now today it's three points for me, but it can be.
1: I'll take it. Three is great. <laughs> but also they have a good place, they're off to Switzerland, so. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That could definitely mm-hmm. um, improve their chances, definitely, I think. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to song number six, a country that I have always loved. They came It was a rocky start, I have to say, with... What's the song? Hasta hasta be. Be.
4: <laughs>
0: it was, I mean, not great, but it was fun. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Ukraine, which in 2013 did my all-time favorite Eurovision song, Gravity.
4: Love it!
0: Uh, this year, of course, there are circumstances outside of Eurovision that are very tragic and... Uh, very sad and upsetting Uh, but they are going to participate if it's live on tape or live at the arena in Turin we will see but they will participate and they will be in this year's Eurovision. Uh, Ukraine is represented by Kalush Orchestra with the song Stefania.
3: Of mixed feelings about you this entry and the song itself i think for us in the uk we are trying who like Eurovision. we're trying to convince people that it's not a political contest and so it really bothers me that ukraine looks like it's going to do so well because of non-song reasons potentially um but having said that i like half of this song so i really like the chorus element of this and that's the bit you see on all the clips that recap kind of the song and then you kind of forget that the majority of the song actually is rap which if you don't rap in Ukrainian just is really hard to follow and as a stage show is dull um, and then the chorus kicks in you're like oh, I like it again and then it goes away and so I'm I just don't know how much I feel like this will do well based on the, when it's actually presented as a three minute entity in its own right. And it's not one that I tend to keep listening to once I've heard that chorus. So for me, this gets a five.
2: I mean, so we, we didn't watch, did we? We didn't watch the Ukraine national final last year. No. And I remember when they initially picked, I think her name was Alina Pash, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I didn't think. (laughs) I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, Ukraine has the has song, whatever. And then she got kicked out and this was sent in its place. And I'm so glad because I do really enjoy this. I even enjoy, you know, the rap parts, which normally it's not so much for me. I think there's, there's other songs that have rappy type parts this year where I, it kind of loses me a little bit. Whereas this one I enjoy and the chorus, the chorus as it sticks in my mind, I always come back to it. And we've gone back and listened to this quite a lot, I feel. Otherwise, um, I do sort of miss the um, the video that they have on YouTube from the national final where the, the mum that they're singing about is backstage looking super unimpressed. <laughs> like, that was amazing. But um, yeah, I think, I think this is definitely going to landslide the televote, but not f- because of the song um but otherwise this
1: this is a 10 for me mm. Mm, okay <clears throat> yeah nice. so uh, yeah i will be i love ukraine like gravity Verka, you know all of them very nice ruslana uh this could be a year as in stockholm unfortunately like it will be a great show but then the winner probably will be Ukraine, unfortunately, with this type of song. But uh, I like also the chorus, but I don't like the rap. Uh, This is not a song that I go back to and want to listen to. Um, Yeah, Ukraine have sent better songs, Mm -hmm. much better songs. Uh, So I'm very surprised it's like number one on the betting charts. I must say very surprised but yeah uh 3 points
4: Ooh.
0: um I okay here's the thing uh I think I also like don't get or I get why this is so high up in the odds um cuz it oh, is Ukraine um and what's going on right now but I really agree with you said like this should be about what you're presenting and are is ukraine this year presenting a winner song no they're not uh, in my opinion i think there are at least three possibly four other songs that are winner songs this year uh and deserves to be um this although I have to say I love this song um I'm gonna give it 10 points I can just say that right now I love it I don't mind the rap I love the chorus uh I love the ethno beat to it I think it's yeah I think it's great uh I think it really feels cohesent even though the rap to some is maybe like breaking it off a bit but i really like the whole package the staging not so much now they can definitely improve that um but yeah i think i hope that even the european like the televotes will look at the song and forget about the country that's displayed at the bottom of the screen and be like you know what this song is actually good and if it wins because of that perfect great but mm, I don't, uh, it's hard. It's really hard to like talk about this without sounding super like disrespectful. And, but yeah, I, um, we'll see how it goes. I think there's other songs that's more deserving of winning Eurovision song contest. And that's what we're talking about here. Uh, but yeah, 10 points, 10 points. Uh, I think it's great, but it shouldn't win. that's that uh moving along to bulgaria oh bulgaria you were doing so well for a while uh and then yeah something happened this year you are writing it on the nose with the song intention performed by intelligent music project
3: Geneva,
4: oh
0: Eponics,
3: christian Con- and we have just a list of great after great bulgarian entry and oh, you, you've got to feel sorry for these guys haven't you they were the first to release their song and from the moment there was a second song they've been released they've been on the bottom of everyone's chart haven't they y- you can totally see how this happened someone went right let's get some really good Bulgarian musicians and do a rock song because that one last year, and then this was produced. And it's, oh, it's really sad, isn't it? It's like you, you're you watching your dad's friends who've created some kind of song and you've been invited to go watch them perform at their inaugural concert. And it's, they're really trying and they really enjoy it, don't they? They're, they're
4: mm, really happy mm. to
3: their, and yet, you're, you're clapping because you feel sorry for them, not because you've enjoyed what's been presented. I, I just, oh, I, I sort of hope they get COVID so they don't have to <laughs> perform it live, the embarrassment. I just feel really bad for them. Um I, I, I'm giving it a point because they, they really care. And they're, really, they're really proud of their efforts. But one is, it's I mean, it's a mercy point, isn't it?
4: Mm yeah (laughs) um
2: i agree with seb this is very much your old dad and his pals jamming in their garage it's it's just not good um and I i think the fact that also i don't know if you've seen but like bulgaria's eurovision account on twitter all they do is just talk about how great this song is and it's at the point now where i'm like are you just trolling because <laughs> this is absolutely barking it's rubbish there's there's just nothing to it and you know i really i wish i could give minus points um but deduct deduct this is it this is a zero for me this is nowhere near the levels of like christian kostov at all this is yes. this is this is just out and out garbage <laughs>
1: Yes. So what happened with Bulgaria? So my all-time Eurovision favorite song of all time is from Bulgaria. Stockholm 2006, Polly. 16. I'm oh, sorry, 16, not 2006. Uh, amazing. Uh, this is just painful. Three minutes for me. Uh, yeah, zero points. Please stop immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop what you're doing we hate it yeah um yeah i mean this is just um it, it's it's awful it's awful this is this is what this is music for no one who enjoys this who approved this song and was like you know what let's send this this sounds yeah this sounds contemporary no it doesn't this sounds uh, like it's from bulgaria no it doesn't this is like something Uh, yeah awful 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 um and I saw I think they performed at London Eurovision party uh I believe I think they were there or some some pre-Eurovision party and I mean the crowd wasn't loving it I mean who can blame them really uh this is yeah zero points I I just can't with this one it's just um awful I think I've listened to this one two times and just because the first time obviously it was the first song to be released and i was like "Ooh, exciting bulgaria Al- already hesitant when i saw the name of the band because that's like oh no, you're setting yourself up for failure with that freaking name and then the second time just to see where, where was it that bad yes it was it was that bad now do over do over Thank you, Bulgaria. Uh, And thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. (laughs) Moving on to song number eight, and last year's host of Eurovision Song Contest, The Netherlands are this year for the first time in several years sending a song in Dutch. Performed by S10, it is called, drum roll pronunciation, uh, De
4: Diepte.
3: I'm known for being emotional about things. This song makes me cry. This is beautiful. And I would like to put my case forward for Holland finally getting to host Eurovision properly. I I would be really happy if this one. Um, I, I don't know if it makes the Netherlands then a country that sends really depressing songs um, as their thing, but I'm okay with that if that's the case. I mean, I remember how with, with Marius and Switzerland, I talked about how much I hate his voice and I kind of can't handle it with Estina, I kind of really love what she sings, even though I don't speak Dutch. And I'm I'm such a big fan of when countries use their own language. I I think it really adds something um, when you kind of feel the emotion of a song despite not understanding the words that are there. So uh, she's a fantastic performer live. Um, I, I I feel like this is the kind of song which is made or uh, made or broken by staging often because it needs to be interesting while not being separate from her. Um, I would give this 12 because I absolutely love this. Um, It's my favourite in this semi-final, so I hope it does so well.
2: Oh, bing bing bing, 12 pines. I think I said to you the other day that I really give them props for sending a song for the first time in what feels like ages in Dutch. Um, I used Mm. to um, I don't know if you know this, but I used to live there. Um, And so I still, and I picked up a bit of the language, not as much as I would have liked. So I understand bits and pieces of it. And it's it's really, it's the chorus that that does it for me. It's just so, is atmospheric the word? I Mm. don't know. I just, I really, I really enjoy this. And I think this might be a bit like Lithuania in the way that I think they might, have to stage it quite intimately for it to come across properly but if they stage it well i mean it's got absolutely zero problems sailing through to the final um yeah at the moment i'm I'm gonna stick it on six but this will definitely increase for me
1: yes so good for the netherlands to be after bulgaria (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Very nice, very nice. So I uh, I really like this song. It's uh, beautiful. I like her voice. Uh, she's uh, captivating, and yeah, I just enjoy this song. Listen to it. So seven points. It's nice, mm-hmm. but it's not a it's not a winner for me. But she will definitely qualify to the final.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, I actually had a dream last night that Netherlands won the Eurovision. I don't know if That will come true. I'm probably psychic, but uh, I don't don't know. I I remember not being happy in the dream about them winning though. So, uh, (laughs) and I think I wouldn't be if they actually were to win uh, in real life. Uh, No, but this is a a lovely song. Um, I sort of like compared it to the other ballads this year and it's definitely one of my favorites. Although there's one other ballad from a certain country um, that I might live in that I think is better. Um, but, um, this, uh, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, sadly though, I tend to, as frequent listeners will know, lean towards more upbeat and up-tempo and joyful songs, but still I find this very, it's beautiful. Uh, I do have a hard time sometimes with the Dutch language though, cause it is quite harsh and <laughs> a bit, which is a bit like, I remember listening to it the first time and I was like, oh, what what was that? That Is she like coughing or puking or I don't know. It's a bit like Danish like that. Um, But no, I think it's nice. I'm giving it six points. Good job, Netherlands though. Kudos for doing it in Dutch. So the last song of the semi-final that we're going to talk about in this episode is country number nine, Moldova. And I'm gonna butcher the name of the artist and the band. I'm gonna butcher the title of the song, but the title of the song is uh, Trenul etur etur etus. Uh, and the band is called, God help me. Stobtsidobufrat something. Mm, uh, Stob- <laughs> Stub and Franti av Aduhav. Yeah, that one. Sebde, you, you know, that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're <laughs> presenting <laughs> this song. <laughs> oh, now,
3: can I can't
0: just
3: speak a little bit of Romanian. So, um, it's actually Zdob, she, Zdob. And the, oh, oh, the song is called Trenu Letzul.
0: Oh, Jesus. Okay, I butchered it. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, uh, <laughs> hey-ho, let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Каса,
4: hey
1: ho! Let's go for and rock and roll. Like
4: Black
1: Hey ho! Let's go for and rock and roll. Black like
4: this this is the third time this
3: band has been in Eurovision um, and you wonder how long this guy has got left because I think they first appeared nearly 20 years ago Eurovision and um, they're the guys that were in kind of crazy conical hats on unicycles on- oh,
0: mm-hmm. yes 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 yes
3: so I mean they are mental aren't they I just I kind of love this kind of offbeat this is the kind of thing that non Eurovision fans think Eurovision is some crazy people singing on a train from Moldova to Romania. I don't know why they're going there. Um, I think they're going to be sent back, um, if I'm honest.
0: Uh, okay.
3: <laughs> cannot You cannot help but sing along to this song and you kind of want to be on this tray with them because they are just so silly. Um, and I think, it, you know, the people who do the, uh, the placing in the finals are clever, aren't they? Because this comes right after something really somber and quiet. And then there's this Hot mess, but I I, I like a bit hot mess. It's fun, so I, I actually give them four points for this. Mm. I, I think it will qualify because people will like this.
4: Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's it's nice and upbeat, and I I, I suppose I suppose it's fun it's you know made with good intentions but i just feel irrationally angry when i listen to this oh. i just I, I really don't like it it's to me like you said this is what i think non eurovision fans think Eurovision is and to me it doesn't do anything positive for the reputation of the contest especially when there have it's it feels like they have tried very much to move away from that and make it more quality i suppose um yeah i i don't like this really i'm i'm being very nice by giving it two points but honestly i would very happily just banish it to the deepest depths of hell and never have to hear it again
1: (laughs) wow yes uh so this will be probably good live it will like amp up the audience, like come on, like after all the bad songs we have listened to. Uh, Yeah, it's fun. It's very Moldova. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's what I expect from Moldova. Uh it's but it's nothing new. It's just fun upbeat. Yeah, I don't know. Three points. It's yeah. Mm uh I
0: I find this um it's very Moldova definitely they always tend to send something quite true what I feel at least is true for Moldova um you know um and um uh, I don't know this is just this is I get tired from listening to this it's like it takes a lot of work and it's sort of like I don't know my head is a mess after this it's so much going on so hectic and um it's a bit too much for me I do love their energy though and I mean remembering the first time I saw them this year performing in that Chinese studio uh, on Moldovan national tv and um it looked uh like something that cost probably like 10 quid or something but it was cute you know uh but uh, no i uh no this is not my thing um sorry one points they get a point for showing up basically Aww. i
3: think
0: yeah. Happy with that. yeah yeah but i think I they, I they have a good chance of advancing though because as they've been a lot of ballads up until this point and uh yeah, this will definitely be a nice break from that. Absolutely. Then I don't think they will do that well when they go there to the final, but uh, yeah.
3: I think first time you'll remember them, second time oh, yeah. you'll wish you'd forgotten.
0: Mm, a bit like that, true, yeah. Uh, that concludes the semi-final songs. Uh, we will reveal <laughs> the our top three that we... Gave the most points, uh, that would be harder than this one, uh, (laughs) after we talked about the first big five country. Uh, And let's start with the winner uh, from last year, Italy, host country of uh, 2022's Eurovision Song Contest. They are sending um, a familiar face from 2019, Mahmoud. Uh, But he's not alone. He's performing the song Brividi together with Blanco
4: Scappi <música> da qui, lasci a
3: Another song that gets me and so my fun little story about this one is I, I saw this the first time and I felt all kind of tingly when I watched it. I thought, well, what's this about? I don't know what the words are about. Look, Google Google translated what brevity means. It shivers. I mean, come on. It actually gave me them and I didn't know it was meant to. I, I don't know what you can say more about this song than that. I mean, it's like multiple stories in one in three minutes. I just think it's it's so clever and yet so simply presented i just think it's fantastic and it, it really feels very possible that we're going to have to go through italian organization of eurovision for a second year in a row doesn't it because this really feels like it this has the vibes of a winning song to me um, i think it speaks to a lot of people and it, it's really powerful in just three minutes in a way that i think only a few of the songs are so before you talked about kind of songs that might be winners and i feel like this is one of the ones that's got to be in that list so it, it gets another 12 for me which I, I know i've given two now but
4: I, mm. these
3: are some of my favorite songs i think it's wonderful
4: being
2: 12 points
3: hmm.
2: mahmoud for me he's a bit like robin benson and the way that i just really want him to break my face you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah like just slap me you know um but that side um yeah i think the first time i heard this song i said to you joachim that it gave me real winner vibes and it's it's the chorus that really does it for me i think and that's what what People are going to remember, and also the chemistry between them on stage. It just, everything works. Um, So, again, I wouldn't be surprised if we were hot footing it back to Italy again next year. Um, And hopefully, you know, wouldn't be quite as hard to get tickets or they won't be released released as late. Um, But yeah, really like this. This is 10 from me.
1: Mm, Okay. So, Italy, Italy, Italy. So, um, yeah. I have a very hard time with this song. It's nice. Uh, I like listening to it, uh, but I don't get like winner vibes like you get. Probably I don't want Italy to win. I want some other songs to win. Uh, But, uh, and I also think Italy have sent better songs to win this contest, like Soldi and the, uh, the guy with the uh, monkey, what was it called that?
0: Occidental karma. Uh,
1: yes, and then Skin, of course. Uh, so yeah, it's nice and I understand why it's up on the betting charts, but also this all comes down to staging with Italy as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. And also they got place number nine in the final yeah not very good uh, but probably they will have two songs that are worse in front and behind them (laughs) Mm. Uh, so but it's nice from Italy seven points it's not like a winner song for me but
0: yeah I think Italy is suffering uh, for me personally of the fact that I am a Eurovision fan and I've been listening to this song now for is it three two months at least and it's um it's gone it's not gotten better by time it's not like a good old wine from Italy it's probably yeah I'm a bit tired of it now actually uh and I think that reflects my scoring as well um I did get winter vibes in the first time I heard it and I was like oh shit might do it again but now I I'm not so sure anymore um i doubt that this will appeal to a big audience um especially maybe towards the eastern side of europe um it is so it it is a, a gay love ballad really and i do think that that might be uh, offensive to some people um and to some juries as well maybe um i think it's hard to for some people to ignore the fact that it is two guys on stage. Um, sadly, we haven't gotten further than that uh, in some parts of this competition. But um, it's a nice song. Um, I don't really want to go back to Italy. I, well, I haven't even been yet. But I, uh, I think it's it would be <laughs> it would be um, sad for the competition if the same country wins again. I think that's a bit like well boring, really. Uh, And I think that's sort of the general consensus of like regular viewers as well. Um, I think us fans maybe find it okay, most of us. Uh, I don't. But mm, I think it's better songs out there this year. Uh, I'm giving Italy six points. Um, Would have been the week after it was released? Probably 10. But it's gone down for me uh, since it was released and won. Sadly. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>
1: uh, I would rather Italy to win than Ukraine. I must say that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're it's a better out. song for me. Yeah. Mm, I would then say Ukraine if we're picking between mm. those two, actually. That's my view. Uh, so, should we look at our top of this week's episode? And if we were to choose. Uh, The top three from the first half of the first semifinal would be, in third, Albania with 27 points. Mm. (laughs)
3: Mmm.
0: Go Albania! In second place, Ukraine with 28 points. Close run there. Uh, And our winner of the first half, the Netherlands with 31 points. Ooh, good job.
3: Really
0: yeah. So, yeah, Very good. <laughs> we gave Italy 35. So they won this episode, if you like to say that. Um, yeah. Do you think we missed someone? Are we overlooking someone that might be a favorite to go through to the final that we didn't praise or give us high scores that maybe they no. will get? No,
3: I mean, I'm going to say Slovenia. Let's just put this out there. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah, I think it'd be a great country for everyone to visit to just to to host the contest next year. So uh, I'll just put my vote in for them uh, just as part of my job as an unemployed member of the Slovenian government. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Uh, So, Seb, do you have any? What's your favorite song this year? Is there is there a song that we talked about today or is it another one? You can pick several
3: songs in semi final two, actually.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Which one?
3: So, my favorite was Czech Republic when it first got released. Um, and I just think it's like Czech Republic have had such a difficult time, haven't they? They've really failed to hit the mark and kind of get things right. And this year, they did a really good selection process. I think the song, when it was first presented, is just fantastic. Um, I like a more up-tempo song generally, they don't necessarily speak to as much as the ballad ones, but this, I just really like it. I'm a little bit nervous for how it's going to sound live, which harks back to my Hannah Mancini kind of concerns with some of these notes. Um, So it may not do as well as I'd like it to, but, you know, I don't listen to the live versions before and after the contest, I listen to studio ones. So Mm. you know, that for me is my favourite song
0: yeah uh who do you think then will win this I year
3: think, who do i think will win yeah I think this is a boring answer isn't it because the who we think will win we all think ukraine are going to win um mm. i would really like it if they came maybe second so they kind of got the support but not like won it
4: mm.
3: um, i'm i'm gonna go out there and i think i think italy are going to win again oh. they're gonna win
0: Oh, ah, interesting. well, we won't reveal our favorites or who we think will win until the last episode, so stay tuned for that uh but yeah, it's um it's uh it's probably a battle between like three or four songs possibly uh at the end uh and um, yeah, it's gonna be fun, interesting. Already looking forward to the second half of semi-final two. Let's say that.
3: We've had enough toilet breaks, so yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We've all we're dried out now. By now, I mean we need some (laughs) rehydration. Um, I guess you could have like a drink break as well during some of these songs. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for for a long time, uh, in some cases. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Seb, for joining us. It was a pleasure having you on.
3: Thanks for having me. I've had really good fun doing this.
0: Oh, that's lovely. You really brighten up this, um, let's be frank, quite dull start to Eurovision 2022. I do
3: yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did great. <laughs> thank you, Philip and Craig. We will see you next week. Thank you. Yes, from thank you. you. Yeah. And I will be back as well, I promise uh until then don't forget to subscribe to all our social media follow us on instagram facebook twitter and uh yeah, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our other episodes coming out every week right up until eurovision week starting on the 9th of may and we'll try to do something from there uh live on the spot um it'll be fun uh because at least me and craig will be there maybe philip as well We'll see. And maybe we
1: will also tap you on the shoulder. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? But the, the thing is the hotel prices, you know. Come on, Italy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Insane. Absolutely insane. But the, the flight tickets
1: is like nothing. But the hotel yeah. prices, no.
0: No. Maybe I will uh... stay in
1: Milan and take the train every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> uh but yeah, until next time, thank you for listening and See you next week. Bye-bye. Good night.